Welcome to this episode of the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, January 11th, 2021. Hope that you all are doing well, and I definitely hope that you had a great weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in. Listen, if you are new, I want to say thank you for taking your time to check us out today, to be with us. Maybe you are returning and you're new. Um, Thank you so much. Please, I ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on, and make sure you share it as well. And of course, to my dream team, those of you all that have been here for a while, thank you for constantly returning. Thank you for your support as well. Make sure you continue to share the good news and a good word about the Between the Dream podcast as well. I want to say a quick shout out and thank you to everybody last week who shared the first episode of the year um, with the We All Have a Mental Health 2.0 as we gear up for the release of my seventh book and my newest book, The 31 Days of Power, A Simplified Approach to Everyday Mental Health. Um, A few of you all shared it in different groups last week. I saw them on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. And I just want to say thank you for um, spreading the content in that manner as well. It definitely helps the production, not only of the podcast, but spreading the word when it comes to just the perspective and the help around mental and emotional health. I'm super excited as well. Got some new things coming up. Um, Got a new location to start filming the podcast this upcoming week, and I'm so excited about that. It'll be right here in the town that I'm living in, um, an amazing workspace called Workhorse HQ. Cannot wait for what's going to take place there just from a quality standpoint and continuing to bring some newness to the podcast and to the content and work as well. But with that being said, listen, I want to go ahead and jump into today's conversation, and we're going to continue on with this 31 Days of Power journey that I'm taking you on with this new book. And I want to dive into the second phase. Um, We talked about the We All Have a Mental Health component last week, and I think now that we've gotten that part kind of settled, understanding that each of us carries a mental health and it doesn't mean that we have issues. But even if we did, guess what? No judgment. It doesn't make us any less than. We're still valuable. We're still worthy, right? But with this idea of simply saying that we all have a mind, we all have emotions that we've got to be able to invest into, to take care of, and to cherish and nourish um, in this, right? Now that we know this, we've got to start talking about what I mentioned last week, which was that notion that a lot of times with mental health, what tends to happen is that we as a people have this tendency to be um, reactive, right, um, rather than proactive. So what we will see is usually things happening in reverse, like somebody unfortunately takes their life to suicide, or we see the blow up of somebody's depression or somebody's anxiety or, you know, a disorder that they might have, an addiction, whatever it might be, and we react to what we see but not realizing that we've actually missed so many different components ahead of time that would have helped us in helping them and and possibly not having to get to that space, right? And so this is a two-parter for me. The the first part obviously is for self, right? Being able to uh, approach it effectively in your mental health, right? Proactive approaches for you, but then also um, proactive approaches that can work for you that will also work for others as well. And this is where I really wanna dive into today a few quick points that I want to give you all right and and we'll be out of here Um, I I cannot stress enough um, with this first point how important it is for us 
within our mental health to make sure that we are doing the right kind of thinking, right? Normally I tell people that we've got to think before we act. And, and, and with this, we've got to do the right kind of thinking. And when I say the right kind of thinking, I am referring to the embrace of logical thinking. And this is so important because many times before we act or react to anything, what we tend to have happen is that we will normally be thinking but we will be thinking from a standpoint of allowing our minds to race and usually with what our minds are racing with it drives us crazy it brings about frustration we create scenarios in our minds that do not exist we've literally created full-on battles that have not taken place sometimes if depending on the circumstance if it's if people are involved if friends families um or or even just everyday folks that you know in some type of you know um relational value to your life what we tend to have happen is that we will even create scenarios around those individuals thinking that they don't like us, right? Calling them haters, thinking that they have it out for us, right? And what I'm saying is, is that we have got to embrace a different kind of thinking that is logical, that calls us, calls us out and, and puts us in a position to say, let me fully think this thing through without thinking the worst. Let me think this thing through and give it a fair chance or a fair opportunity. And I get it, a lot of times in the heat of the moment, it's very hard for us to embrace the logical thinking, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible. Hard, yes, impossible, no. It's more of a challenge for us to just keep this one simple reminder in your brain, and that is this. Your feelings are not always truth. Your feelings are not always truth. And so because of that, if we can approach um, every situation, even in the heat of the moment, right? Or if you find yourself in a space where you've got a ton of time to think, you've got to understand that your feelings aren't always the truth. Now, this doesn't mean that they're not valid, but what I'm saying is, is that even though you feel what you feel, you've got to be able to test it to make sure that what you feel is actually true or false. The next component that I want to give you all is really being mindful of the power of the communities around us, right? Um, as humans, we have been created to be relational beings. And, and I think that a lot of times we don't give enough credence and credit to the fact that we are relational beings, right? And this goes well beyond our personality types. It goes well beyond, you know, introvert, extrovert, um, ambivert. It goes beyond all of that. This is more along the lines of just in our DNA, who we are as people, um, we are relational in some capacity, right? Like we weren't created to be loners per se. Now, you might be an individual that likes your space and time, but you might you might still be the individual that even in doing that, you have maybe one to two, you know, uh, friends or or confidants that you can reach out to, right? I'm not saying there's got to be a ton of people around you. All I'm saying is that as a human being, you you are relational to a degree. And so with that being the case, I really want to encourage you um, to embrace those relationships around you, to embrace 
those friends, to embrace those moments of conversation. And this is going to be so important when you talk about being proactive in your mental health, going back to that two part where it'll do two things. One, obviously, it'll give you a space, whether that person needs to be a listening ear, a sounding board or whatever, whatever the case might be there. But then also, too, it gives you the opportunity to be that same thing for somebody else if the shoe was on the other foot. And so I just want to encourage you all in that to make sure that you know that there are some extreme benefits to attempting to have at least one meaningful connection each day. Definitely during a time like this right now where we're still in the midst of a a global pandemic and everything seems to be going crazy for the most part. We're not face to face with our friends group for the vast majority of us. Right. I'm pretty sure we've had the Zoom fatigue. We've been tired and I get all of that. Right. But here's here's what I'm saying. Even though this might be the case, I really want to encourage you all to make sure that you are being careful and not falling into the slump of isolation and in doing so finding yourself in this space where you've actually disconnected from your community. Um, I truly do believe that we actually all need somebody in this regard, right? Um, The next thing I wanna encourage you all to do is to make sure that you're taking care of your body and and, and moving as well, right? So two two part here as well, Um, it's not just the physical activity, right? Coming from somebody who has lost 170 pounds and who is very adamant about working out and all of that. One of the things that I know, even with all of that, and in one of the areas that has really helped me is is not just the working out, but I think I started to pay more attention to the fact that taking care of the body came in several different ways. Yes, it's the getting moving, whether that comes through walk or some kind of physical activity, maybe not necessarily working out per se, going to a gym, lifting the gym, being a cardio king or queen. I'm not saying all of that. Um, movement, you know, when it comes to stretching, all of the other things that we tend to do when it comes to movement, right? Little small physical activities can play a huge part. But the taking care of your body component also comes through what you're putting in your body from a standpoint of, you know, your diet, right? <clears throat> How you're eating can really play heavy into your mental health. When you talk about foods and, and certain foods that we have, right? My, my wife, who is in the naturopathic medical field, is always reminding me about how our gut is essentially our second brain, right? With what we feed ourselves, we will see it in our bodies, whether this comes through the form of, you know, extra unnecessary weight, whether this comes through the form of, you know, rashes, skin issues, or whether this comes through the form of how we think our brain function and in some of our internal organs and systems as well, right? One of the things that I, I paid attention to in my weight loss journey has been the reality that um, as the food has changed when it comes to my consistent you know, day-to-day eating, um, a lot of the stuff that I used to eat, highly processed, um, you know, boxed, super long expiration date, and, and a bunch of chemicals in it that while it might be a smaller serving of said chemicals or items, is not really supposed to be for human consumption, right? And these kind of things can can weigh heavy on us when it comes to causing brain function to be different um, because of ailments and issues, right? So we've got to be mindful 
of the foods that we're eating. And I will be talking deeper about this as we move into this 31 Days of Power series. This is why it's so important for you to make sure you get your copy of this book. I'm going to talk about, you know, foods that are beneficial when it comes to brain health and brain function once we get to the physical activity part. Um, but yeah, taking care of your body. And then, of course, too, I want to encourage you all outside of the eating and outside of working out actual time to rest right i'm a bath guy right and, and i know I, i've gotten clowned for this before like you take baths yes i take baths okay we did not have a functioning shower growing up so the most we had was the bathtub and i got used to taking baths early with that being said i'm really mindful of it right i'll drop a good bath bomb in or i'll get me some epsom salts that are specific to like athletes and and, and a lot of like high rigorous sports outside of that i will do massages you know when i can groupon always look because i know we in COVID. And folks are like, oh, man, like that's so expensive, man. Groupon, you can get you a $35, $40 massage on there. I also do hyperbaric chambers, which is really helpful when it comes to oxygen in the body. Um, essentially, what I'm saying is that there are different things that you can do outside of the time that you're working out um, to help take care of your being as well. And this will play a huge part in your mental health when it comes to the clarity aspect and when it comes to downtime. And I can't stress enough also the importance of resting, right? Yes, how you sleep is so important, right? We're encouraged to get eight hours, but beyond the sleep, I'm even talking about resting, right? Sometimes just being okay and being in the space of doing nothing, just resting and relaxing is totally fine. These are so important. Um, when we talk about our mental health and, and one of the things that we got to understand with the movement aspect and the physical activity part is that um, our thoughts can easily be hijacked when our minds are idle. Right. And so I, I'm saying that the physical activity will help for your mental health, um, because what it'll do is that it'll allow you an opportunity to clear your mind in moments where your thoughts might be running wild or your emotions might be all over the place. You know, when you feel something's off, when you feel anxious or maybe you had a situation that happened and you start to feel angry or upset. These are the moments where you will really start to see the benefits of things like movement when it comes to getting out or even working out, going for a car ride, like little things like that can play a huge difference in, in your life and in your mental health. Guys, that's it. That's all I got for you today. These are the points. I hope that you take them and I hope that they are beneficial to you as you start making the strides to become more proactive in your mental health, right? Making proper investments ahead of time rather than waiting later on when issues actually do try and rise up around you, okay? And so with that being said, a few things I need you all to do. Make sure you share this podcast. Make sure you share this episode with somebody that you feel might need it. And that's simple. You can take a screenshot on your phone, post the picture to your social media handle. You can tag me, Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr., LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr., Twitter, at TrulyTaylorMade, Instagram, Jr. Share it with your friends, your fam, somebody you feel who might need it, because we are diving deeper into this 31 Days of Power series, right? It is time for us to relinquish, um, excuse me, excuse me, to um, take back and re-relinquish our power um, in this season as we move into 2021, as we continue to move forward. 
um, when it comes to whatever this year might throw at us, right? Finding our power, resting in that power, and utilizing that power. You can pre-order your copy of the 31 Days of Power, a simplified approach to everyday mental health at my website, richardtaylorjr.com. Ebooks can also be pre-ordered on um, Amazon's Kindle uh, website as well. As always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You are simply between the dream. Can't wait to talk to you all later on this week. Peace.